0: Welcome to another edition of the 2023 version of the 30-to-1 MLB Countdown Previews. I'm John Pielli, and today we're talking about the Washington Nationals. For those that want a little information on where I get my predictions or base that off of, it has to do with the Las Vegas over-unders that are set up. I've been doing this for the past 12 years. Um, I find a number that I like in regards to win total. I use the over-under as kind of a barometer of where I set it up. And I total up all the wing totals. I rank them. Um, Most is going to be ranked number one. The least is going to be ranked number 30. And then I do team previews of each team starting with number 30. 30 being the worst, 1 being the best. Today we're talking, like I said, about the Washington Nationals, the World Series champions in 2019. They also, in Washington, a different franchise, a franchise that is now known as the Texas Rangers, They, actually, I'm sorry, as as the Minnesota Twins, won the World Series in 1924, went back to the World Series in 1925. So a little bit of information there. The Nationals, since their World Series championship in 2019, have been going through a little bit of a rebuild and are in in a spot right now where they're looking at a lot of good young players. They traded Juan Soto last year, which shocked a lot of people but they got some really good prospects back shortstop cj abrams a couple outfielders that i'm going to talk a little bit about when it comes to the prospect section one veteran that's still on this team is patrick corbin who went out there did a did a terrible job last year really not his best work but um what i like about the nationals they say hey he's under contract he's healthy we're going to run you out there and have you make your 30-31 starts. And he did that. He was 6-19 with a six thirty one ERA. But the fact that he's healthy didn't stop the Nationals from putting him out there every fifth day. Now, you look at their lineup. Um, I look at Victor Robles. I still think there's a lot of potential with him. But time is running out before we start to figure out what type of major league player he's going to become. C.J. Abrams, I'm looking forward to seeing this year, play every day at shortstop. Corey Dickerson comes over as a free agent to play left field. Um, You know, Manessis, who was very good for the Nationals last year, hit a – Joey Manessis hit 13 home runs and just 222 at-bats, hit over 300 and had a 900 OPS. He's going to be getting a ton of DH at-bats. Keybert Ruiz, who came over in the Scherzer trade, Turner trade, is going to be doing the catching. And then you got a couple of wild cards they took, little flyers they took. Jamie Candelario from the Detroit Tigers organization. Dominic Smith from the Mets organization. These are guys that wouldn't get a chance to play every day for other teams are going to get a chance to do so for the Washington Nationals. Luis Garcia is going to be playing play second base. They're going to take a look at Jeter Downs, DFA'd by the Boston Red Sox. Why not at this stage of the game? A couple veterans that are going to be here. Yadiel Hernandez, I think, did pretty well for them last year. Um, he's going to be a very good uh, regular player without necessarily a starting spot. Uh, Matt Adams, as a veteran, um, is over here on a minor league deal. Maybe he gets some A-Bs. Alex Call, Stone Garrett. They're, they're guys that could very well make this roster and get a chance to play every day. When it comes to their pitching, really two pitchers that you would expect to be in their rotation are not going to be, and it's because they're hurt. Steven Strasburg, obviously number one overall pick. Uh, a lot was chronicled about uh, whether... He should build himself back up from Tommy John's surgery. He ended up doing very well for the Nationals. Was part of the reason they won the World Series championship in 2019. He hasn't been on the field really that much since. And is going to miss the start of this season at the very least. Last year, he just pitched in one game. And you you hope to see a little more out of him as the season goes on. Of course, he's under contract forever. The other one is top prospect Cade Cavalli, a pitcher. Um, they were looking forward to getting him in the mix, giving him his 20 to 25 starts this year as he progresses to be a top of the rotation dude. He's having Tommy John surgery. His season's over. So the Nationals rotation is really going to be headlined by the aforementioned Corbin, who as long as he's healthy, he's going to go out there and make his starts. And they're going to need him to. Like I said, no Stroudsburg, no Cavalli. They're going to need somebody to eat up some innings. Josiah Gray, who came over, was the other half of the deal or the return for Trey Turner and Max Scherzer from the Dodgers, is probably their best starter at this point. Mackenzie Gore, who came over in a Soto trade, is right up there. Trevor Williams, they signed a two-year deal from the Mets with basically the promise they're going to give him innings. He's going to make starts. And he's going to have some good ones, some bad ones. And he's going to get a chance to reestablish himself as a major league starting pitcher. Now, Chad Cool, who's had success or has had a chance to pitch for the Pirates and the Colorado Rockies, has got the best chance of getting the fifth starter spot in a rotation now. Uh, Tanner Rainey, um, Carl Edwards, Hunter Harvey, Brandon Finnegan. I'm sorry, Kyle Finnegan. Yeah, you know, There's a Brandon Finnegan that was a major league pitcher, but Kyle Finnegan. Probably all get the best chance to get top of the bullpen type of innings for the Nationals. Alex Calame, uh, former Major League closer with a couple teams, is in on a minor league deal. So is Anthony Banda, Washington Nationals favorite, Sean Doolittle. And Willie Peralta, who pitched pretty well for the Tigers in a limited action last year may get a chance to get some starts. Like I said, you're talking about a team that doesn't have a ton of starting pitching and was counting on Steven Strasberg and Cade Cavalli. Now they're not gonna have either one of them for the foreseeable future. Cavalli out for the year with Tommy John surgery. Now in regards to their top prospects, there is a lot to be excited about. James Wood and Bobby Bats, Robert Hassel is gonna they're they're gonna be expected to be corner outfield bats and the future of this franchise. Is the future now, or is the future 2024? I'm sure you know if the Nationals could find some at-bats at the Major League level for both of these guys, they'll get them. But look to the future of you know being Wood and, and Hassel, as well as Elijah Green, who was their 2022 first-round draft pick, number five overall, uh, probably a year or two away. But it looks like you're going to have some very good hitting outfielders for the Washington Nationals in, a, in the future. Um, Brady House was a 2021 first-round draft pick, number 11 overall, another outfielder, and, of course, Cavalli, who I've spoken about before. Um, I'd love to be more optimistic for the Nationals when it comes to the season. I could see them improving a little bit. They lost 107 games last year. I think they could be a little more feisty, win a couple more games against, let's say, teams that are expecting them to roll over. I think they're going to have a little more fighting them under Davey Martinez. I think the addition of guys like Candelario and Smith and Meneses getting a chance for you know a full season. Corey Dickerson. I think they're going to have a little more pride, but it, it all, it's only going to go so far. I got them 62 and 100, last place in the National League Eastern Division. If you're interested in any of my content, you can check me out. I host a passball show with i've done for the last 12 years or so you can check it out on spotify apple music amazon music and of course videos on youtube god bless you and as always i see you on the other side